Now that the Super Bowl is over, the offseason is in full effect. So we are going to be doing our second mock offseason for you guys today with the New England Patriots. So what is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing? So the New England Patriots finished the 2023 season with a 4-13 record. They had the 31-ranked scoring offense and the 15th-ranked scoring defense. Seven of their 13 losses, though, were within one score. In those losses to the Commanders, Colts, Giants, and Chargers, in those four specifically, they gave up 20 10, 10, and 6 points, while their offense put up 17, 6, 7, and 0 points in those four games. So obviously, we're going to be addressing the offense a ton in this video. Obviously, also, the most notable news of this Patriots team is Bill Belichick, after 24 years, has parted ways with the Patriots. Offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien is gone. Joe Judge is gone. It's a new era in New England. They hired uh, the linebacking coach um, and former Patriot Gerard Mayo as the new head coach. They hired former Browns offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. He spent a couple years in Cleveland as their OC under Kevin Stefanski and quarterbacks coach, and they made Demarcus Covington their new defensive coordinator um, as he was a former Pats defensive line coach. They're going to have $70 million to spend this offseason. That's around kind of their estimated cap space. Plus, they have the third overall pick in the draft. So what's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? Are we ready to give the Patriots a mock offseason right now? Let's get into it. All right, so this should be interesting. We got a lot of people in the Commanders one that were loving our, our picks to sign Tony Pollard um, and just kind of some of the stuff we said. And they didn't really like the Daniel Hunter, um, the, the, excuse me, Daniel Hunter signing. So we'll see if Pats fans like this, but I'm sure Pats fans may be a little bit more ruthless, to be honest with you. So I guess I guess we might as well start with like the meat and potatoes here. We got to talk about the offense. Um, this team, yeah. I feel like, has not had a good receiving core in forever. And there was that offseason... That was what the 2020 offseason, if I'm remembering correctly, 2019, 2020 offseason, where they signed Henry and Johnny Smith and Devontae Parker and Nelson Aguilar. It was disgusting. None of it worked out. It was a terrible offseason, and Bill Belichick was kind of washed as a GM at that point, it felt like. So any any thoughts, opinions? What do you guys want to talk about? You guys want to talk about Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Malik Cunningham, who got an extension middle of the way through the year? Anything? I think those, I think all those guys are cooked. Um, I I don't think that uh, any of those guys will be back. Gerard Mayo pretty much said in a press conference, no, maybe it was an interview, but he said we're pretty much drafting a quarterback. Like very mid, almost like very clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think with all the weapons there, I don't. I'm gonna disagree with Tom. I don't think they're going anywhere because they don't save any money. So I don't see the benefit of really doing it. Like Juju, Devontae Parker, they lose money if they cut them. So I think by default they'll be back. But if they're like your wide receiver two and three or wide receiver three and four, you're in a much better position than you are of having them as wide receiver one and two because that's not going to work this year. Exactly. And I guess like I'd even mentioned, they can, they're going to cut JC Jackson and they're yes. going to free up even he, like more cap space, $14 million. He, they trade for him and then he was a healthy scratch. If I had to put my house on one guy getting cut this offseason, it's JC Jackson. So yeah. crazy how, how like it was – once considered a borderline elite corner, now he's like unplayable. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, what a what a signing that was by uh, Tom Char- Telesco and, <laughs> and the Chargers completely. And then he ends up getting the GM job in, in Vegas. You love to see it. So they could definitely cut some other guys as well. They could probably free up to almost 90 million in cap space if they wanted to. So the Pats are definitely going to have a ton of flexibility this offseason. This team is going to look a lot different. Um, so... I guess we'll, we'll go through the quarterback depth chart. Obviously, Mac Jones, I mean, wasn't in a great situation um, this past year and didn't have many weapons. The offensive line was kind of sometimes a revolving door, it felt like, or at least the past two seasons. Um, he had a good rookie season, a fine rookie season, but it's been descending since. Do we think that he's on the roster to start the 2024 season? No. 
Do you think they cut him or do you think they trade him? I think I think trade. It seems like no matter what, there's just something about this New England team that doesn't get along with Mac Jones. It seems like he's been on kind of the outside looking in. I don't think the new coaching will change that. So I I would if I was a team, I would still trade a late round pick for Mac Jones just because if you think you have good enough coaches, I think you probably can fix him. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking he could probably go to a team that has a capable starter, a good starter, and he could probably just learn from them on the bench for a year or two. Because he's still, I mean, they're probably not going to pick up that fifth-year option, so he really only has one more year left. Yeah, I feel like it could be similar to, like, the. I was just going to say, like, the Cowboys situation with, like, Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's, like, different than Trey Lance, but, like, Cowboys had Dak, then they had Cooper Rush. I feel like Mac Jones could be in, like, as a third-string quarterback next year or something like that. When you say fix him, what do you, like, what, like, Say he gets fixed. Like, where do you think he ends up? Like, do you see him being a top? I don't think he's. I don't think he gets a top fifteen. No, if he can, if he can figure some things out, I think he will probably fall right into that borderline twenty-ish quarterback. Where some team every year, some team will be like, "Oh, he could be our starter if we have everything figured out." A forever like, bridge guy. Yeah, either a forever bridge guy or just. A lifelong certified backup. Like, if you look at some quarterbacks, Blaine Gabbert, Chad Henney, they made full careers out of just being backup quarterbacks. Chase Daniels, another example. If Mac Jones can just improve a little bit and show people that he still has just a little bit left and that when he is on the field, he's not just awful. Because, I mean, this past season, 60 quarterbacks started a game. So you need those backups, and I think that could be something that helps him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see like what team would want to take a flyer on him specifically, and his like cap hit isn't anything too crazy, so um, it wouldn't be tough to trade. Do we think like, I mean, like, do we think that's just a whole new quarterback room completely? Do we think like Zappy's back? I mean, he's technically under contract and he's making basically nothing. I'd assume, I'd assume Zappy's back. I mean, he's less than a million dollars, and if you want him to be the backup, that's what he is. Like, you're not. I I don't know what else you're really asking for him at this point. I feel like you might as well hold on to him because. I know the Patriots do have a decent amount of picks, but then to just get another quarterback, you can knock him down to third string. He's still less than a million dollars. I feel like that's fine. Yeah, I mean, as long as they don't plan on playing him or like, holding exactly, him a really yeah. game. Because <laughs> I just think it's weird. I think it would be weird for Belichick to be there for so long and have his way of thinking be the New England way, and then Gerard Mayo steps in with a 4-13 team and just doesn't change anything. I think he's setting himself up for disaster. Um, I think he needs, like, and I, I saw a couple reports today that said they might, they're interested in trading out of the third pick. I don't know if that means going up to one or if that means trading back, getting a wide receiver, but just like Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones, how do you go, how do you run it back with them? With new coordinators, yeah. with new coaching, with a whole new roster. I, I think it's just like, it's crazy to think. Because if you get a little better, you finish with six wins, then, all right, then you have the, 11th pick then what do you do yeah i i agree i think i think we can actually figure out i feel like the pats i believe they're still going to draft a quarterback um i think they stay at three at the end of the day maybe they end up getting may or maybe they end up getting caleb williams but i i think we're going to assume it's going to be Jaden daniels and with um with their new offensive coordinator with uh van pelt let me just make sure yeah uh with uh alex van pelt coming in and knowing what Jacoby Brissett has done in New England, and he spent time in Cleveland under Van Pelt, I feel like Brissett could be a perfect veteran quarterback to bring in behind um, Jaden Daniels. And then you probably slide in like Bailey Zappi is like the third spot. I don't know if you guys maybe had that in mind that we can maybe just kind of pencil that in as their quarterback room for next year. 
Yeah, I I think Brissett's like a very a very good guy to have there because he could step in and start five six games if you need him to. He has a million times, so I'd be fine with having him be the uh, second string and I'm, I'm out of the third string. But I think Zappy better chance of being there than Jones does. Jones is probably gonna get traded. And mm-hmm. I just I agree with I agree with that um, scenario. Like we can do that, but I just want to throw it out there. If you look at this team, we already mentioned they have they'll have probably about ninety million dollars in cap once they cut a few guys. Next year, they have n- like nobody under contract on this team. Is there a chance that they say, "Let's go sign, uh, let's go sign a Kirk Cousins to a three-year deal"? and say, we're going to try really hard to compete these three years. They draft Marvin Harrison then with the third pick. They have all the money still for this season. They have all the money for next offseason still, and they can just maybe do a really short-term try to push all the chips to the table. Like, Do you think that's something they could do? Because at the end of the day, they're getting quarterback three in the draft. If they're not comfortable with quarterback three, they kind of have to make a different uh, a different decision there. I can actually kind of see that. I just think it'd be, like, even though... Like, it would be just four and thirteen is a tough is a tough number to do that from. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it just depends. Do you think Jaden Daniels is the fr- like a franchise quarterback? Because if you I think he is. do, you stay here. Because if you're signing Kirk Cousins or maybe you're just running this team back with a veteran quarterback, you may never pick this high again, or well, at least in that window. And it's not even running it back because we're still even if hypothetically Kirk Cousins give him forty million dollars. They have 50 left in cap plus the third overall pick, which they could maybe trade for a haul if they trade down. They'll have all the money, like I said, next year to go in. So it would almost be like they're saying we have two full years to go all in. And they'll probably, if it doesn't work, they'll probably have the first overall pick three years from now. And maybe they can draft um, uh, whoever the top recruit is right now. But I feel like that's a path that they could fall into if they decide that Daniels or even May isn't the guy that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I guess we'll, we'll kind of uh, cross that bridge when we get to maybe maybe it's just a free agency. So I guess like basically uh, kind of looking at their free agents, I mean like I guess like Zeke's a free agent. We know Ramadre is at least going to be one half of their backfield next year either way. Um, Kendrick Bourne is a free agent. Um, I feel like we could probably look to bring him back. He might cost a little bit cheaper as well just because he is going to be hurt for some time. Um, and the defense is kind of locked up. Like, Josh Uche is somebody we could look to bring back, uh, definitely. I mean, he's probably going to get paid a decent amount. I'm not sure if Spotrack like, has his market value um, listed. It actually does. Uh, $8.3 million. I mean, even if you pay a little bit more since you have the cap, I'd probably bring him back. Um, and you guys can let me know if I butchered that last name also. But I think you, I said, think, I think you said it right. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to double check. Like Kyle Duggar's a free agent. He's 27. I mean, do we... Okay, so is there... We could just basically go through re-signings right now. Do we want to bring back Bourne, Uche? Do we want to bring back Zeke? Any one specific there? Um, st- Starting at the wide receivers, how come you didn't mention Jalen Rager? You don't... I saw it. I, I didn't think we needed to mention um, it. No, I think they probably do let Bourne walk because I, they already have Demario Douglas, who actually he was pretty good for a late-round pick last year. So I think he's yeah. a good... And they already have Juju and Devontae Parker under contract. Bringing back Bourne to be essentially wide receiver five because you know they're going to improve. I don't think that would be smart in that for that. To healthy Bourne though, I think is the best receiver on the team in my opinion. Yeah, is there a much is there a much difference though? Because then if you sign him, Devontae Parker is not good. I don't know how they. I don't know why they resign him. I, I don't know. I don't know how. 
I mean, but he'll be their wide receiver four. So it's like, who cares? You're a wide receiver four if you're good or not. Like, you're so far down the depth chart at that point. But he is under contract, so I feel like he'll be there. Yeah. Because if they sign Bo- if they sign Bourne, I think that hurts them from trying to go after like a bigger name wide receiver. You know? Really? Well, because then they already have four guys under contract that play. Like, I feel like that doesn't make too much sense to me. I mean, I'm not opposed to cutting Devontae Parker. I know they don't save money, but get him off the team. I think they save technically 200k. Like a what are you gonna do with him kind of thing? Yeah, basically, you know. Like I would even think about the same with Juju. Just kind of start fresh in the wide receiver room. I know you're not saving money, but he wasn't good. It is crazy that Juju's only 27. I know, right? Because <laughs> he got drafted at 19, which is crazy, and then he was like impactful right away. Um, and so, I also do think I think for the running backs, then also Zeke's. I mean, he kind of seems like he wants to go back. I don't, I don't know why they would want to do that. I feel like it's not. I I don't see it happening. I could see him maybe going to a, a contender at this point. Yeah, he's twenty eight still, which is also kind of. He's crazy. also he's also very young. Yeah. He's so young. Um. Okay. So I mean, like, yeah, I'm not really gonna down the hill that we need Kendrick Bourne back. So I'm fine letting him walk. Um. I mean, I don't mind also signing Zeke. Like they could draft a running back too in the in the draft and run with Ramondre Zeke in a new running back that they drafted on day uh, three. Um, I feel like we got to bring back Uche. I wish he had a market, or no, he does have a market value. So we can give him like a four-year deal, five-year deal if we want, because he's 25 and we have money to spend. And the yeah, secondary looks like, like it's- They're only, they're valuing at two for 16 for some. Hmm, two-year deal. Maybe he didn't like think, like play as good as maybe I thought he did. Remember Anthony Jennings, he's a free agent. Where did he, he went he to Bama, big, yeah. Uh, he was a, when I used to rip uh, twenty twenty mock drafts like forty like forty five times a day when uh, like during like prime COVID lockdown that was a, he was a big name that always he was a big around. name yeah yeah I remember he was a big Madden like draft class name too um, if you wanted like an outside linebacker you were taking him in day two so okay mm-hmm. so we'll bring back like unless we have any um, disagreements on Josh Uche or Michael Onwenu who's a free agent as well yeah they mm-hmm. have to they have to go after him. Um, because he is only 26, he's supposed to be one of the top available offensive linemen. But yeah, from like bring every up. from everything I've seen, it, no one has him going back to New England. So I find mm. that surprising, considering how much cap this team has. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be the ones to like let him walk, so I'm cool re-signing him. And if it doesn't happen, you know what? It doesn't happen. But um, I feel like we should probably say that we wanted to bring him back. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. you want to bring him back for sure. So I, mean, I feel like out of his yeah, market, going, his market value is four years for fifty-five. So I think he'll probably yeah. get slightly more than that. Damn, that's so much money for an interior guard. He's like really good. Um, all right, so we can bring him back. We'll bring Uche back. Um, do we want to bring back Zeke? I, I guess like we can. I but think they it's do. Up to you guys, like I think like that running back room, like Zeke wasn't horrible. Like he was no, he not wasn't. great. But like he was fine with healthy Ramondre. Like that's that's a, that's an okay running back room. Like and when you're that bad, your running back room really shouldn't be that much of what you're worrying about. And Ramondre's a great receiving back, so he that's good for rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, and what mm-hmm. I don't know if he's eligible, but I would like to see them try to get an extension for Ramondre because I think he does, like you said, he does a little bit of everything. I don't think he's going to cost them too much. I I would like to see them try to get him long term there. Yeah, and you by could long be him at a down year or two. Yeah, and by long term, I mean like two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out running back, shall play. Um, okay, so we're going to sign uh, Onwenu, Uche, Zeke. We're going to bring them all back. Zeke will obviously cost the cheapest, but we have money to spend. So let's say basically at the end of that, 
Maybe we dish out like 25, almost 30 million. Like we'll play conservative um, with the money we have. So $30 million. I mean, this team is going to have probably around 70-ish, um, 70-ish, maybe even more than that. More um, Jason so, Jackson, yeah. Oh yeah, so like 80 million. So say basically we just spent 25 million. Um, we have basically 55 million left. So I think if we were all in agreement, the veteran quarterback we could bring in is going to be Jacoby Brissett. I think yeah, I'd rather sure. play the mock that we draft Jaden Daniels rather than signing Kirk Cousins. How yeah. much How much do you think Brissett would get after everything that we saw this past year with quarterbacks? Um, Dude, market value? Hey, it doesn't okay. have a market value, but I wonder like because if what did Mike White get for last year? Three for 15, I think. Two for 15? He got like 15 I think two for 15. It was like two for 15, I think. I was going to say like between seven and eight million because I think yeah, that's I was what, say um, that too. what did Mitch get from the Steelers? He got he got a lot. He got like two for 28, I think it was. Ugh. Because it was like an opt-in year for the second year, um, and like, or basically on his end or something to like fully guarantee it. But I'll I'll pull that up. What he like, he signed two year. No, no, no. Uh, so it was two year, fourteen million dollars. But then he signed a new two year extension, basically, um, last year, which was weird. Yeah, I don't really get that. So um, it, it was fourteen million total, not fourteen million. Yeah, so seven million a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a backup QB, a good one. That, a backup QB that can easily be the starter, he'll be make between like six and nine million dollars a year. Well, all right, I gotta, I gotta bring this up because I'm just looking through the quarterbacks right now, and I, I, I can't deal with this. If this happens this off season, Jimmy I'm, G, I'm looking at market values right now. Oh. <laughs> Garner Minshew, for reference, his market value is five point three million dollars. Take a guess at what that- Joshua Dobbs' market value is. Eight? No, it's good. I think like, it must be like nine or ten. Six point seven mil. Oh. It's the fact that Dobbs is higher than Mitchell yeah, after than he Michoud. put the Colts team on his back for the most part of this season to like Pro keep bowler. them a, to keep them afloat. Exact Pro Bowler, exactly. That oh, I I can't do another season of Josh <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we could just bring in Brissett and Garoppolo if we want. Maybe see what Philip Dorsett's doing as well. Just bring in the non-Brady Patriots. Um, you want to get? I'm going to give. You want to bring back uh, Ryan Mallett too? R.I.P. Yeah, why not? Matt Castle, see what he's up to these days. Um, so we could bring in. I'm down to bring in Brissett two years, sixteen million. I feel like that's pretty good. Or even if it's like yeah, two years, fine. eighteen million. I'm fine with that. All right, we'll just say we're gonna sign him to a two year deal. All right. So I feel like running back, we're not gonna touch. I mean, like this is a big running back for agency class, but I feel like they don't need to spend on a running back unless you guys think otherwise. So I'm down to, I'm down to throw money at a big fish receiver. But which yes. one would want to come here? Um, well, we also have to think who's available because it came out today that T. Higgins is probably getting franchise tagged, which makes sense, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Pittman probably getting franchise tagged. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's probably it between the tags, I mean, right? Calvin I Ridley, Ridley, I don't think is getting a tag. No, I don't think he's getting a tag either. Um, um I've seen a lot of outlets, like, or at least like from my research of like who the Pats should target. A lot of them like the idea of Hollywood Brown here, yeah. and it's funny. One article from NBC Sports, it's like who should they sign, and they gave me five names, and they're T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown, and Calvin Ridley. I was like, thanks, just the five <laughs> best receivers, and three of those guys are not even hitting the open market either. Um, I, don't, I don't know if Hollywood Brown would want to go there. That's the thing. I don't think he Holly- could overpay. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't. I also don't think Hollywood's gonna have a huge market. He, he shouldn't. He did not really perform he, that well at all. He was, he was playing well this year, though, wasn't he? Before he got hurt. Yeah. He, he did get hurt this year. Is, is, he, is he a hurt guy? I feel like he kind of is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that hamstring gets pulled every year. 
Yeah, he only played in how many games did he play in? He played like, in like he played 10? in fourteen, so he missed three. He left early. That's actually those two, I think. Yeah. I think he got hurt last year, too. Maybe that's what I'm remembering it as. Yeah, 12 games last year. 14, 16, 16, 12, and 14. I mean, he, he really he was fine in the first three years. Yeah. I mean, we could target him, maybe like Darnell Mooney, if we want. Because we got... So basically, we're going to assume that um, we're going to pop Douglas, and we're going to maybe, we'll just say one of Devontae Parker and Juju. So we would like for Douglas to be the three and the one of Juju, Devontae, to be the four. So we got to add, I think, two receivers. Be a yeah. draft or or this, uh, free agency. I'm just gonna. Darnell throw Mooney it. looks like four for forty one. Wow, that's that's a lot for Darnell Mooney. Who's Darnell Mooney four for forty one? Uh yeah. I mean, do we think he's good? Good? I, feel like, I don't know. He might get that though. He's never really had great quarterback play. So I'm just gonna throw this out there. I don't know what it looks like. I need to pull up uh, the exact contract, but. Brandon Ayuk seems pretty unhappy in San Francisco. <laughs> I don't yeah, hate it. But he's under contract for one more year. I mean, what what would it take the Patriots to trade to get him? Because, I mean, if he's set on not going back there, I feel like San Fran's smart enough to get some value back. I, I like it. I don't yeah. think No, really? I think you do. Well, the Patriots don't. The thing, the thing is, the Patriots don't have the first needed because they're not giving up three. So that's why I don't think he's. So like in this instance, he wouldn't be worth the first. Yeah, I was trying to remember. It wasn't the same draft. If it was Ayuk and uh, Nikhil Harry. No, Harry was first, I think. Yeah, I think Harry was the AJ Brown draft, um, which was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. That would have been funny, and then they end up with him anyway. But, I mean, I like that idea. I mean, you could also, I guess, say the same thing about Higgins. If they were going to trade for Ayuk, they could trade for Higgins. Um, I think Ayuk is more available than Higgins is, though. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, do we think San Fran moves Ayuk? I mean, probably not, but it's just all the drama going around right now. Like, you know, you got you to gotta stir up the rumors a little bit. True. We never yeah. thought that the Chiefs would have moved Hill or maybe even the Titans were going to move A.J. Brown and they both, and like Packers and Devontae. That's true. True. So, um, I don't know. I mean, we could we could throw out that they, they trade and extend for one of them, but we're going to have to give up, obviously not a first this year. If we're going to give up a first, it's a 2025 first. Yeah, but, we give but up. So why would San Francisco want to trade him in 2024 for a 2025 first, like during the draft, draft season? I mean— the, so they're giving up a second and a third for him? I don't I just I don't know. I think well, their second is what, 35, 36, 34. 35. Oh yeah, 30. Yeah, if it's if there's a tie it like flips based on like rounds oh, okay. and stuff. Um I mean, that's basically a first. Mhm. So what do you think Do it's it. like it's like a second this year and a third next year? It must be a second and a third this year. Like I think it'll be like Devontae went for a one and a two, and I think he'll go for a two and a three. Even though I think Ayuk at this point may be just as valuable as Devontae was like at that time last year. Because Adams is like almost thirty. Ayuk is what twenty five. He should be slightly. He's young. He's he'll be twenty six. He'll be twenty six next season. He's twenty five right now. Yeah, and like Devontae, obviously way better when the time he got traded. But yeah, like you said, like he's a lot younger. He's twenty five, so you're getting him for not even his prime years yet, or like into his prime. Hmm. Or I don't know. I don't know. You know, or I think I think for the Calvin sake of really the of, of the new, uh, I think for the sake of the new coach and the new uh, 
new regime, I think they may want to make a splash. So I, I, I don't hate IU going there. All right. I mean, we could trade for Ayuk. I feel like we got to give up fair value, though. Um, so, I mean, we could say it's a first next year and a third this year for who, like, we care. We just really care about this draft for the mock offseason. I don't think they would do that, though. I think it would have to be probably pick 34. I think pick, okay. if you do pick 34 and, like, a third next year, I think that would be enough. Trade 34 and the second next year, like, two seconds? No, I think just the third next year. I don't even think you need two seconds. Okay, so 34 and a 2025 third for Ayuk to extend him as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I like it, uh, obviously. Brandon Ayuk, that's like a great wide receiver one for Jaden Daniels coming in. And because from the Niners' perspective, as of right now, they're right up on the salary cap for next year. They already know that Purdy's cheap contract is not going to last forever unless they get another seventh-round quarterback, which would just be pretty <laughs> funny. Um, they have a few other guys already making a ton of money. So maybe they do just try, cause like Tom said at 34, that's almost a first. I feel like if he wants out, that's not, uh, that's not yeah. really losing much value for them. Dom, I'm upset you haven't made the, the Arizona state connection yet. What? I don't think they played together they there. No, or... they didn't. They didn't play. They I missed used, each other by a year. He's been in the league for five, for four years now. He hasn't. Wait, uh, no, they did. Did they for what? One year then? 2019 wait no way there we go <laughs> i think so let me just because uh daniel's first year at, in asu was 2019 and now you got drafted was, in 2020 he was so bad though honestly if Ayuk remembers him from that team he probably doesn't want to play with him now <laughs> but wouldn't want to go i don't know he do 17 touchdowns two interceptions he was really bad uh, in 21 yeah he was he got so bad when he was at arizona state and then magically wins the heisman this year <laughs> <laughs> crazy um dude yeah that 2021 season for daniels is such an outlier all right so i mean we can use that connection as our favorite even though it means nothing for general managers but we can do it all right so we're gonna trade we're gonna trade the 34th pick and we're gonna trade a 2025 third for iuke we're gonna extend them boatload of money probably gonna be one of the highest paid receivers in the league so um since that guts are our 34th pick i feel like we should try to add one more receiver obviously at a cheaper cost than free agency um any veterans that we like specifically out there it could be um just somebody like pretty cheap but i think just better like than pop douglas basically mm-hmm. i mean like we could i don't know if curtis samuels may be too expensive for like i think, he might be able to, I think he's probably gonna cost a little more than looking to spend then if they just paid uh what do you okay. think paid, uh, do we poach Jawan jennings <laughs> almost <laughs> super Bowl mvp he's gonna get a ton of money now I know. Like Donovan Josh, Jones. Yeah, him, Josh Reynolds. We could use the Van Pelt connection with Peoples Jones. I mean, apparently um, Peoples Jones is, is looking for a one-year prove a deal for two point seven million. So, K- I mean, yeah, that's KJ Osborne is not good. Van Jefferson. Another guy. I feel like Peoples Jones isn't better than Pop Douglas, though. Who'd you say, Dom? You said Van Jefferson. Yeah, I feel like these are wide receiver threes slash fours. Like we're, try- I feel like we should try to get like a like a low end two. I don't think so they're. Who, like, we're not going to get that for that cheap. I think because Demario. Yeah. What about think, Josh? What about Josh Reynolds? Would he want to leave Detroit? I feel like they're not going to pay him. They got to pay other people. It's not projected that much. I mean, I if they got Josh Reynolds, that would give them Ayuk, Reynolds, Demario Douglas, and then Juju and Parker. I feel solid. like solid. I feel like they can make that work because I mean Reynolds when on the field. Some games he was non-existent, but some games he was really good, like a difference maker almost. So it just depended on the day. 
So I could see that maybe because mm-hmm. they, like we said, they have all this money. Yeah. Okay. We could do that. I mean, also, we would, there's no tight end on the roster. I believe Hunter Henry's a free agent as well. Um, so I feel like we should just try to sign a random tight end. Out of all the random, just like gross tight ends of free agency, Austin Hooper, Mike Isicki, yeah, Gerald Everett. Any team that needs a tight end, this is this is not looking great. Yeah, I feel like Mercedes like, Lewis ever a Patriot? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. So. I feel like Herb Smith is one of somebody like that. That that seems that seems like a <laughs> yeah, or, or it like could Adam be Troutman. Ugh. <laughs> I think Irv Smith maybe. Uh, Jesus. I think Irv I Smith. Like I think Irv Smith fits the bill. All right. Yeah, and like they could draft one on day three that could maybe try to rival because we're we're obviously allocating a lot of money to Ayuk, Reynolds, and we signed a lot of guys as well. So we're probably not going to touch the defense unless we wanted to add like somebody in the secondary, um, at, like a safety if Duggar's leaving. But we can also target a safety in the third round too. Let's see. Are there any big names? I mean, I. You did mention their defense was what about fifteenth, I believe. So yeah, scoring wise, and you have to assume that they'll be slightly better because Judon missed a decent amount last year. So you have to assume he'll help them get better. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, is there any big name? Do we want to bring in like Darnell Savage? Do we want to bring in like Chuck Clark, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Micah? I am Micah Hyde's too old. Um, Buddha Baker. I don't think I don't think Buddha would go to New England. No. Um, damn, Buddha Baker. It's a what about them overpaying for Chris Jones? <laughs> we could, and we even more to the defense. I do. We have Three money now that we're giving Ayuk a ton. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so much money. It's probably what he's gonna get though. I think it's it's pretty. Yeah, accurate. yeah, it's so much money. Um, what do we feel about Xavier McKinney, Tom? I don't know. I think I think he's gonna wind up. He's gonna wind up with the Giants still. Okay. Um, Antoine Winfield. He's gonna get paid. He's already a free agent. He's got yeah. projected about. He'll get about twenty million a year based on this. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the wait. He was in the twenty twenty draft. So yeah. Yeah. Would, he was, but he was a second, second rounder. Yeah. So no option. Okay. Do we want to give him the bag? Hmm. Would he leave? Tampa? Five years, ninety two. Uh, unless we just want to resign Kyle Duggar, who's honestly his market value is high, so we could just say that the Pats want to bring him back at sixteen and a half million dollars. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he played. He was like their focal point, kind of on offense. When you look at all his numbers, I feel like if they want to try to keep him, and I mean, him playing with Mayo's defense, that could probably be enticing to him. Yeah, and um, Jabril Peppers is under contract, right? Uh, Pepp- yeah, yeah, he is under contract. Okay, because I was like, he was really good last year, so they obviously want to bring him back. All right, so we could just say we, we also resigned Kyle Duggar, going back to the resigning. So we obviously kind of spurred a lot of money resigning um, Odwenu, Uche, Zeke, Kyle Duggar. We traded in um, a second and a third for IU, get to extend him, signed Brissett, signed Irv Smith and Josh Reynolds. So I feel like we did a lot there in free agency. Yeah, I mean um, they they probably will be the most. Besides them and Washington, I mean, there's the two most mm-hmm. active teams probably. Yeah. And I think that this team, if they can hit on the quarterback in the draft and use that rookie contract for the next four to five years, 
I think that this yeah. team could probably be one of the quickest turnarounds out of all the teams in mm-hmm. uh, this offseason. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough when we're doing like the Chargers mock off season because of their cap situation. It's not gonna be as easy as this. Yeah, that's that's um, for sure. It's gonna be a lot of uh, hoping. <laughs> <laughs> so we pretty much just been making day one and two picks. So we traded away the thirty fourth pick. Um, so we'll we'll make pick sixty eight. But uh, obviously at three, we're all in unanimous fashion going with Jane Daniels as the next yeah. franchise quarterback of this team. Yeah, I think that's what they'll uh, wind up doing. Okay, so I mean, like you have Daniels, you have Zeke, you have Stevenson, you have Ayuk, Irv Smith, Josh Reynolds, Demario Douglas. It's not a terrible offense. Yeah, it's like it's definitely more exciting. Yeah, it, like yeah, you have a you have a new young quarterback who just took third overall coming off a of Heisman. You just traded for one of the better younger receivers in the league in Brandon Ayuk, and you paid him a boatload of money. I feel like, yeah, I feel like and like you have like a maybe a healthy Stevenson going into next year. This is definitely going to be hopefully better than whatever they were ranked last year offensively, thirtieth or. Uh, bottom of the NFL. So I guess we're basically going to go um, to their third round pick, which is located at 68. So um, I guess we could look at, if we wanted to look at O-line, we could also look at, uh, if we wanted to add maybe another safety. Um, this is maybe, do we just say we should have just drafted a receiver here, like Roman Wilson or Jalen McMillan? What do we think we should do? Anyone have any anything that's speaking to them? I don't know if we want to take a tight end. I know the tight end class isn't like the greatest. I would say probably stick away from tight ends. Um, I'm I'm scoring now. I'm, I didn't really Spencer. Spencer. What do you think Spencer Rattler is gonna go? Just like if he had to go off the top. Of head. I think like fourth seven, round. Fourth? Oh. No, I'm like asking. No, I, I feel like he's sixth or seventh or maybe undrafted. Because I believe I want to say there's about fourteen or fifteen ish quarterbacks in this draft, and I think usually after about the first two or three rounds, you don't see many guys get taken. I think after the top six quarterbacks which would obviously be the first three picks Penix, Nix, and McCarthy I think after that it's going to be like very uh quiet for quarterbacks and just unless the team really loves them because Spencer Rattler I mean he's he's put off he's put enough tape out there where I don't think any team is like jumping to pick him at this point yeah no, no, um, projected, projected number one overall pick three years ago or two years ago him and, him and uh Sam Howell right and, and uh Matt Barkley Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley. Remember he when he was at USC, he was supposed to be like a top pick. Decide, oh, oh, okay. So, I thought you meant the same time yeah, as him. No. How I was so confused. No, 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 no. Just the same situation. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, this is this, there's a lot of good receivers here. Like on on day three, like or day two at this round that we maybe didn't need. Uh, I mean, like theoretically, we could be cutting someone, so we could also add a safety in the draft. If like, I mean, Tez Walker's stock has fallen a little bit. Like he could slide all the way here. Do you, you think he's going to fall that far? Yeah. Do you think... It was one bad... Yeah, I mean, he was bad at, like, the senior bowl, but I wonder I wonder how yeah how much that would drop his stock. I'm not sure. We could take Theo Johnson out of Penn State, tight end. Mm, I, they, I mean, they do need a tight end. Like, we literally just said they have no one on the roster, so maybe they should do tight end, but I know Tom said not to, so... Yeah. I mean, if, like, could... is there somebody that you, like, you guys really like? I mean, Theo, is Theo Johnson really... Is he going to... I mean, I'm fine with, you know, if you guys want to overrule me based on majority, but I don't, is Theo Johnson that great? Is there, uh, do you think there's like an offensive lineman they can maybe do? Or do you think not really? We could. Uh, I'm just kind of looking guys that are getting like mocked. 
Cedric Van Prawn Granger. What a name. Center from Georgia. Redshirted junior. Could look at him. Uh, Blake Fisher, tackle from Notre Dame. Sophomore, young, maybe. I mean, he was redshirted as a sophomore, so maybe not that young. Um, hmm. Layden Robinson, a guard. I guess it just depends. Do we think, like, maybe more interior line, or do we think we should go tackle? Probably. Base? Probably. Doesn't hurt to get tackle, I think, right? Tackle depth. Yeah. I mean, we could look at. Um, who did I just say? Blake Fisher from Notre Dame. He's kind of getting mocked in like the, the high 80s, low 70s, or high 70s, low 80s. Um, or is there anybody like. I'm just kind of looking at What do you guys know about this at... Dominic Pooney guy from Kansas? I, I, was, like I was just looking at him too. Um, like, I, 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 I mean, I'd be lying if I tried to like paint some picture. Like, I watched Dominic Pooney film, so. Figured I'd throw it out there for you, for you guys to. Uh, I mean, analyze can, if you guys know him. Kansas historically is an awful, awful, awful football team, and the past few yeah. years they've really turned it around. They've their offense has actually been pretty good. Um, P, PFF seems to have him rated high. I can't. I haven't really looked at him. I can't give you the full breakdown on him, but he played fully left tackle last year, according to this. Um, and played full left guard in twenty two. So left side, he could maybe be a little versatile for you. He might, he could be the highest Kansas guy drafted almost ever. <laughs> um, who was who was Kansas's quarterback? So they kind of had two because uh, the starter kept getting hurt. But um, who am I thinking of? Uh, the who one kid the... Bean was like a top prospect that he's been was playing. It... Um, their other quarterback came back though. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he. Went Why do back I remember it was somebody oh, also with like the J- last name Daniels? Daniels. It's J J. Jay Lynn Daniels or Jay Jay Lynn Daniels yeah yeah that's why (laughs) I was like yeah wait it sounds like but I'm like it's not Jaden Daniels he was he missed some time last year so they had this kid Bean play okay so we can go we can go Dominic Pooney there and if you guys are if anyone listening is a Kansas fan they can let us know kind of what they think about that pick or or if a Pats fan is like deep into like the third round tackle film they can let us know what they think about that pick um so, I mean, like, that's a fun offseason. I mean, we basically just re-signed all their top guys that are basically hitting the market. We brought back Jacoby Brissett, a nice veteran backup to the number three overall pick, Jaden Daniels. We traded and extended Brandon Ayuk. We signed Josh Reynolds, Irv Smith, um, and this team could be fun. This could be a fun 6-7 win team next year. I mean, like, with all these additions, do we think there's a chance they could make the playoffs? I mean, they have a good enough defense. If the offense just improves to not being, like, one of the worst in football, this team could hover around 500. Could, I think one of wings. I think seven wins is probably their ceiling. It depends how, it depends how their quarterback plays because you could get a rookie sure. like C.J. Stroud or you can get a rookie like Bryce Young. It depends fully on who they draft and how they perform. Yeah, the fact that like they're getting Brandon Ayuk in our mock offseason and they have like a reliable running game and like they're beefing up the O line a little bit more and the defense could take some like stress off them. I feel like we should not be as bad as a situation as like Bryce Young was. I feel like this could be maybe it's like an Anthony Richardson situation and it's like a team that could make the playoffs but um doesn't like need to rely so much on their quarterback. I'm praying for Jalen uh for Jaden Daniels health now. <laughs> now that you chill chill chill. Um all right, so I guess that's kind of it for us. I'm interested to see how they do with their first year without Bill Belichick. Um any final thoughts about this offseason or kind of this team going forward? Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm just curious to see how, if the Patriot way is still like there, or if like Gerard Mayo pretty much completely just revamps the entire team. Patriots are 
just been super boring since Brady left, and hopefully they get like a little more of a modern twist to them. I guess I don't know the way Belichick's running that team was a little like the no good wide receivers, nobody really exciting on the roster. I, I, I want to see Drymo do something different. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. I think this team could have a quick turnaround if they if they hit on the quarterback, like I said earlier, and they can use their money wisely. I could see a very quick turnover, and um, I just did some quick research for all the Kansas fans. The only player that I've even seen drafted since the year 2000 was a keep to leave in 2008. He was drafted 20th overall. I don't see another player um, drafted within the top 100 picks since 2000. So um, maybe maybe the Patriots make history by taking Dominic Cooney in the third round. <laughs> There we go. So that's going to be our Patriots mock offseason. You guys can let us know in the comments on YouTube what you think about it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review over there. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.